cool. So, uh, so how's quarantine been? You know, it actually hasn't been too bad for me. Um, I've been fortunate enough to be able to like work with a small group of guys that like there's, I think like four, four, sometimes five of us that, uh, we just like pretty much from, from the start, we just only are with each other. And so, uh, we're still able to get like two a day in and, uh, I, it's, almost been nice because I don't have all the other responsibilities that I normally would have. And uh, so I can literally just like focus on training. It's pretty sick. What sorts of modifications have you made uh, to the training? I guess, obviously, I'm sure you have that small group, but uh, you know, is is there any modifications you're doing? You're doing a lot more cardio. What sorts of things were you doing? Yeah, I'm definitely doing a lot more cardio. Um, I don't have like all the the girl it's all guys that I'm that I'm with so I don't have like the girl partners um so that's a little bit different and um we're working like a lot more wrestling lately um but not nothing like too crazy modified but it's nice because I'm working like specifically my game like what I like to do as opposed to uh kind of like what the coach is teaching for the group and uh yeah i'm getting like tons of one-on-one work with my coach and it's sick i hear a lot of good things about a small group i mean you see a lot of success with success with a camp like uh, elevation but at the same time do you think having a variety of different training partners is, is a good thing as well because um, you're seeing something different every time right uh i do a little bit of jujitsu, so if i roll with the same guy over and over again the day i yeah. get something new i'm lost so do you yeah. think uh, Small camp's good, or do you like a little bit of a little bit of both? Um, I like a little bit of both. Like I think a small camp's good because you have like that kind of like family bond, and it, you you do know your partner, and they know you. So when you do catch them, you know that it's really good. Like it, you set it, you're you're working better setups, or you're you're like you know being a little bit more deceptive with things. Um, so that's nice. But in addition, like we with with the my team we do a lot of traveling where we will go to the big gym so that we'll have different partners and uh like get that experience uh like um last camp i was in vegas for a couple weeks and um yeah i mean with this whole pandemic thing i haven't been doing any traveling but um that that's kind of like what we do is we'll we'll venture out but we always come back home you picked up. Uh, you picked a big up. You picked up a big, big win in your last fight with vicious knees. No pun intended. Um, you've now finished three of your four fights. Is that your style to to finish? It's unusual. Um, I don't mean to sound bad, but uh, it's unusual to see this in the strawweight division. Um, there's not many finishes. They usually go to decisions. You know, there, there's a lot of wrestling. So where did you get this style? And, and is it just a way to differentiate yourself or make yourself known, or, or is it just the way you fight? Um, a little, a little bit of, a little bit of both. Like it, there's definitely, I feel like anyone who their style of fighting kind of matches their personality. And it's like that whole mind, body, spirit thing. And you need it all to, to match. Like you can't take someone like Mike Tyson and try to get him to be like, uh, like floating on the outside, like pop and move kind of thing. Like it's just his style. And, and so a lot of the the clinch and like the kind of like making it making it a fight that that's like kind of my style but i am working on my weaknesses just in case like i, I 
come into a to a fight and I I need to to not use my strengths so much because their strengths are greater than mine in that particular thing. But uh, yeah, I I love the clinch. I love those knees and elbows. I I feel like I just have like kind of a bit of a knack for them and. Um, I like getting finishes. I mean, who doesn't like getting finishes? I don't get paid by the hour. I don't want to go. I had a war, my uh, second pro fight. I'm like, whew, I don't want to do that again. I, I just want to get in there, get it done, get the party started. <laughs> so you're, you're undefeated at 115, which is really a good sign, uh, especially in a division like that where there's not a whole lot of talent, uh, especially in the UFC. So what is next? Are you hoping for a call? What's next for you? Um, I mean, I'm still waiting to find out kind of what's going on. I, I was speaking to my manager today. We got a couple things in the works, but uh, nothing's confirmed yet. I'm hoping to get something soon. I want to get back in there as soon as possible. So I hope I got good news for you like within the next week or so. I will be talking to him on Tuesday. <laughs> so, oh, perfect. <laughs> so I'll ask him then. Yeah. Yeah, Is maybe you'll find out before me. That'd be awesome. <laughs> So uh, seeing Canadians such as Anthony Romero, who you're a teammate with and also signed to, to Matt Dodge, uh, as well as TJ Laramie, to see these guys get contracts to, to contender series, is that something that's nice to see and almost gives you a little bit of optimism knowing that Canadians are getting a shot? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, from what I've heard is they haven't booked any girls yet. So, I mean, maybe I can uh, be there with Romero. But uh, if not, I'm hoping for, like, Maybe one one or two more fights and then maybe a contract right away. I won't even have to go contender series route, but um, I'd be happy doing either. And uh, yeah, I, I I mean, I would love it if I got the call right now to, to go meet Romero down there. I'd be there, but we'll see. With the, with the state of everything going on, you know, organizations are having a hard time getting launched up. What, what was your overall uh, opinion on the UFC being like, let's just get these fights on, let's get people fights? Were you for it or against it? I mean, obviously, as a fighter who needs to get paid, I'm sure I'm sure you were all for it. Um, but it's, it's just nice to hear a fighter's perspective. Yeah, I love it. I mean, uh, they, I, from, I don't know, from what I've learned, this, this whole virus it it only affects like the elderly and the young and i'm like in good physical condition i'm healthy i eat good like if i have it i would beat it and then like what i don't know i don't maybe it's wrong and that i'm not like taking it so serious probably is but uh i think it's sick that the ufc is still putting on shows it's like it, it's gonna be weird without like the fans um you know, what, watching that Fight Island thing, I can't wait for that. That's going to be insane. I wish I was uh, able to actually be there to uh, to experience it. One of, one of my friends, Vlad, actually, he he's uh, one of my coaches. And um, he's down there because he does the translation, like the Russian translation. He keeps on sending us videos. They're like, holy shit, nuts. Oh, man, I wish I got that call. I mean, yeah, right. Spanish. I would have loved that. Just Yeah. Me go over there. I'll translate. I'll do whatever. I'll take Anything. pictures. It doesn't matter. Anything. Yeah. I just want to be there. Yeah. You can tell me every second I'm there. I don't care. Uh, I think it's awesome. Yeah. Um, Felicia Spencer, Sarah Kaufman, Alexis Davis. Is that your goal to have your name mentioned there along with these Canadian female icons? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, 
I'd like it better if it was like associated with like GSP or something <laughs> like that. But I mean, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> Uh, speaking of GSP, he's getting inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame, which is yeah. amazing. I'm surprised he wasn't there already. I, I was know. like, I was like, what the heck? How's he not in there? He's the yeah. best. Man. So, what's your what's your opinion of George? And have you ever met him? And uh, if not, uh, what's your opinion of him and his legacy that he's left on Canadian MMA? Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's the goat. Uh, I think he's the the best fighter ever. He always. Uh, always so humble and uh, I think represents Canada super well. Um, I actually have met him. I was down in TriStar and uh, we, we did some marker sparring. It was uh, before the Bisping fight and he, I forget what it was, but for some reason he wasn't sparring. Maybe it's just that day he wasn't sparring, but to get like reaction time, like each person would have a marker and like have the goggles on and you would have to you would have to like hit them like mark them three times and then you win and so I got to do it with him it's like so much fun if you go on my Instagram you can see a video of us like doing it um but yeah it was sick he's such a nice guy super humble um we are like fortunate enough to go to his private gym because um there was like a small group that was going and uh so I saw that, and that place is nuts. Like, but yeah, he's such a good dude. So, speaking of Canadian MMA, it's it's really unusual. You only hear of a handful of uh, Canadian uh, fighters making it to the UFC because it's not as big as it is in the United States. Usually, in the U.S., there's wrestling throughout high school and, and universities, and then they transition into MMA. Mm-hmm. That being said, what got you into it? Because usually up here, it's either hockey, ringette, lacrosse. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, um, actually, it's funny. I didn't have any background in any, like, martial arts or anything like that. I uh, went, so my boyfriend, he te- here coaches wrestling, and um, so he was helping Jason Sago prepare for, like, one of his UFC fights. So he was going out to uh, Prince Edward Island to, to help him with with a training camp, and he's like, oh, you want to come with me? I'm like, yeah, obviously. Like, I love seafood. I'm going to go to PEI. And uh, so when we were there, we were in the gym a lot, and I was, like, watching. I'm like, this actually looks really cool. They were sparring, and I'm like, right, guys, let me spar, let me spar. And they're like, you're not sparring. Like, you don't know anything. And so after practice, Jason, like, moved around with me. And he's like, you know, you have, like, a bit of natural ability. Like, if you start training, you might be able to, like, make a run at it. And I was, like, kind of like, yeah, okay. But I was like, that's, like, really cool to think about. And then I actually went to the – to the event I started training a little bit more when we got back and then it was a couple weeks later I went I actually went to the it was the UFC Ottawa and uh, I saw it and I saw like the production and how sick it was and I'm like oh this is awesome so then went came back started training right away but when we were there I was there with like my best friend and I was like talking to her during the event I'm like you know like I think I might I think I might try to make a run at this and she's like, yeah, okay, if you make the UFC, I'll, I'll get your face tattooed on my ass. And then so literally now to this day, she's like, fuck, like, I got to get your face tattooed on my ass. Like, she's accepted that she's going to have to get it. And, like, her boyfriend's like, okay, I guess you're gonna you're getting it. Like, it's it's this crazy thing now. That's, uh, that's actually one of the funniest stories I've heard about, uh, you know, people getting involved in it. It's yeah. crazy to put all that on the. You know, I mean, I'm sure at the time she was like, "Yeah, it'll never happen." So 
exactly yeah because it was like five years ago I hadn't thrown a punch in my life or anything like that and she's just like yeah okay like it was it just worked out so perfect describe the uh your, your first fight for me what, what was the nerves like were you like oh my god or was it just like you were calm as a like I'm a swimmer and every time I swam I would get nervous so I can't imagine what it would be like to go in and have someone who's trying to kill you in front of you and not be nervous. Yeah, it was super nerve-wracking. Um, you know, it was like one of those things where I was like standing there waiting to go out and I'm just like, oh my God, like I'm right here. Like, what am I going to do? It's like, that's the worst. Just standing there waiting and waiting and waiting. And like, you hear your song and then you're like, oh, I can't turn back. And like, I remember just being like, all right, we're doing it. And I just started walking. I was like, (laughs) and then it was like autopilot after that. Like there was like no thought in my head at all. I just like went in and like did my thing. Does it get better, like, fight to fight? Like, now do you still have those same nerves, or is it just you're calm now? Um, I still get nervous, of course, but I understand the nerves. Like, I just, I understand it's part of the process, and I just, like, almost accept them. I'm not, like, thinking, like, oh, my God, I'm nervous, whereas that's what I was, like, thinking before. Whereas now I'm just, like, okay, I'm nervous, like, this is what we do we do this every like we go in and we spar at practice it's it's the same thing it's just I go in there and I I do my thing I don't I'm not overthinking I'm not doing anything I just accept that I'm gonna go get into a fight <laughs> it's it's hard for me to to imagine what that would what that would be like I mean I do jujitsu so it's a little bit different without someone punch like if someone's punching me in the face it's completely different than <laughs> I, you don't have the option of tapping uh right? yeah. so um so I can't have you on here without talking about Matt Dodge. Um, I've talked to Andre Ewell, I've talked to Anthony Romero, and now I'm talking to you. And one thing that I've I noticed about all three of you is uh, how easy it is to talk to you. It's a DM away, and you're answering. Um, so I think it's it just shows a lot about about him as a manager. So so could you describe for me what what he's like uh, as an individual and as a manager? Yeah, Matt Dodge is awesome. Um, I literally could like never say anything bad about him he uh he works hard for us he it was sick I actually had a fight um near Cape Cod he let us like stay at his his family's like Cape house it was like he's the best that always will send us packages with like a cute little uh card and anytime I need anything I message him within two minutes he's like replying and he's getting the answers and he's He's on top of it. I, uh, I can't, like, I don't know. He's he's the best. He's awesome. One thing, one thing I notice, uh, especially in MMA, is bad. I guess negative attention is good attention. You see guys like um, uh, John Jones, Conor McGregor, Sean O'Malley, Colby Covington. They're they've really blown up, but not mm-hmm. for the right reasons. And what I like yeah. about his group is they're all positive. They're all good people to talk to. So. I guess, what's your advice for people who are coming up in the sport who really see guys like Conor McGregor who have just gotten negative attention, but they've blown up? How do you tell them to just, like, stay humble? What's what's your message? Um, I think more just, like, be yourself. I, like, I think some people, their personality is a little bit, like, I guess, like, showy, 
and douchey, but uh, I, yeah, just, just be yourself. Don't try to like be a fake or anything. Like if you're a nice person, just be a nice person. Look at George St. Pierre. Like he's very successful and was always nice, always humble, always respectful. Like you don't have to, you have to be this like villain anymore, which is nice. How do you, it's hard, I guess, to, because I mean, the best way to brand yourself right now, especially in, in MMA, is to kind of do it WWE style and call people yeah. out. And, and, yeah. and in the case of Mike Perry, punch an old guy in the head. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so it, it's really weird to see. Um, you don't see it in hockey or you don't see it in soccer where, uh, but in MMA, really, to get your name out there, you have to be brash. You have to be bold. So it's, it's, it's different. It's definitely a different uh in terms of, uh, I guess, compared to other sports. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to ask you uh, your predictions on a fight that's a, that's a ways away. It's probably the one that I'm looking most forward to. Uh, Daniel Cormier and Stipe Miocic three. What's your predictions on that fight? Whew. I think, I think Cormier is going to take it. I think that that wrestling grind that he has. I think. That, that it'll take it. I really like Cormier too, so I'm maybe I'm biased because of that. And uh, and what about the fights this weekend? What do you have for the that main event? Jorge Masvidal, someone I love. Oh. Six days notice. Yeah, what a gangster! You know, I I want Masvidal to win, of course, like more than anything. But. I was just watching that Usman Woodley fight last night, and like Usman has nasty wrestling, so I don't know. It's gonna, I, I think Usman's gonna take it in all honesty, but I want Masvidal to win. I, I hope Masvidal like, I hope Masvidal like knocks him out before it gets to the point where like they're just gassed out wrestling kind of thing, you know. But I don't know. I, I think Usman's gonna win, unfortunately. Yeah. Exactly. But Masvidal's so sick, so it sucks. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. I was uh, I was submitting my uh, my predictions for the fight, and I was like, I put my head down. I was like, I really don't want to write Kamaru, but yeah. uh, I love Jorge, and yeah. I, I like him too. But you know, Jorge's just he's just real. He's himself. Exactly. Yeah. Which kind of goes back to that last point where he hasn't tried to be someone he's not. It just kind of sold itself. Yeah. Um. One last question. Actually, two. One MMA yeah. one, one non-MMA one. Okay. So, have you ever said your name right next to Joanna Yajacek? Yeah, when I was in New York, there, she was, it was like, um, we were at Times Square, and there was a, a uh, one of the screens, and it had her fighting someone, and then I, I, like, took a picture and then put my name over the girl she was fighting, and I, like, sent it to my friends. But, yeah, like- it would be hilarious if that fight were happened somewhere down the road. I can just like, imagine so many people butchering those two names next to yeah, each other. Yeah, like JJ versus JJ. Like, it'd be ridiculous. Have to. <laughs> Did you watch the Wei Li Zhang fight? Oh, that's, like, probably one of my favorite fights. Yeah. So good. Like, the entire time you're, like, on the edge of your seat. What do you think it'll take to beat someone like Wei Li Zhang? I mean, she just looks so good everywhere. I don't know. Probably, I think, I don't know how her, like, uh, when she gets put on her back is. I got to watch a little bit more. But I think wrestling, like, 
grind her up against the cage a little bit, take take some of her power away, and maybe like take her down, force her play that like takedown. She's got to fight her way up. Takedown. She got to fight her way like that game to like wear her out. Maybe I don't know, but she's got good wrestling too. So she's she's, she's nasty. She's very good. Um, last question, and then I'll let you go. Throughout the quarantine. What sorts of things have you been doing outside of training to keep your mind occupied and not go crazy? Uh, you know, I've been doing a lot of walks. Like, I'll wake up early and go for a walk. Or, like, right before I go to bed, I go for a walk. I've been trying that kundalini yoga. Heard you can, like, get a crazy, like, trip off of it. Like, DMT style kind of thing. So, I'm like, I'll try it. So far, nothing. But it feels good. Like, it wakes you up in the morning. I I like it, but I'm probably not doing it right or something. I'm just watching YouTube videos and trying. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've been. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I tried yoga once, and it's uh, it's 100% not for me. It hurts. So yeah. I, I am not a fan. No, the regular yoga, I wasn't a fan. But it's like Kundalini one. It's like mostly just breathing stuff. It's like, you know, Wim Hof, how he does like the breathing techniques. It's like kind of similar to to that idea. Hmm. I'll have to yeah. I'll have to give it a go. Uh, I've always wanted to to try DMT, so this is probably the easier way to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, as for you, if you were to get a call today, are you good to go? Are you you in fight shape? Are you ready? Oh yeah, good to go. I I mean, I'd be hoping that it'd be more than six days to make weight to make 115 pounds but uh i would bet i'd i'd still do it yeah i'd i'd be down right now if he called me right after this interview i'd be there i'll have I'm to in shape i'm good all right awesome thank you very much for the time hopefully we get to see you out there soon hopefully it's in the ufc contender series one of these things anytime there's a canadian fighting i'm always rooting for them so all the best and uh hopefully we see you soon awesome thank you so much for having me all right, not a problem. Don't catch anything. Make sure you keep washing your hands. Yeah. Don't catch anything now. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. All right, all the best. Okay, bye.